Hi, good morning, or whatever. It's Jay here, and I'm recording this special intro in January of 2024 for a podcast that was recorded in July uh, of 2023, because there's a little bit of a content warning. At about the 37-minute mark, we talk about suicidal ideation a little bit, because it turns out um, I've been horribly depressed for six or seven years. Uh, yeah, so it lasts for about two minutes. And I'm feeling fine right now, and I need to fill another 10 seconds. Maybe I'll play some music. Did you, what did you want to talk about, Lapine? No. Nice? You want to talk about nice California? Like, we can talk about what's going on now, and then we can also talk about, like, one highlight of where we've been. We can do those chronologically. Okay. Because I, we, we just mostly talked about, like, the general laugh that got us to where we were, but we could certainly we could talk about nice. Yeah. I don't have a ton to say about it. Right. Because you've only spent three weeks. Well, there. I have thoughts a year later. Yeah. About that part of our travels is not about nice specifically mm, okay okay talk about nice we almost crashed the car on the way to nice <laughs> i guess we should we have said that we <laughs> we're almost ready to sort of deal with like the trauma of just getting out of the house and we <laughs> we got there a week late we had a really hard time getting finished um with the tons and tons of crap of mine that had to be gotten out of our house for us to leave. I'm sure I contributed to the crap. Yeah, uh, it's more. It was more my crap than yours. Um, well, but by California law, I own half. I, I was gonna say, like many many of the craps were in in our joint in our name jointly. Yes. Like it was kitchen stuff. It was decor. It was living room stuff. It was you know it was craft stuff. But then it starts to bleed into like just my many hobbies. Mm. Um, it was also August in Los Angeles. So it was hotter than we wanted to deal with moving. Um, we sort of strained the absolute edges of what we could do work-wise and our lease running out and just needing to get gone. Yeah, we didn't take time off of work, did we? Have, like, vacation days you, in there? You didn't work some days. Oh, okay. I didn't work some time. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was in the middle of a, a project thing that I could not take time off work for. So I did, I like blocked a week off that I was working lightly, but there was stuff I couldn't get out of. Yeah. So even that didn't really, it was really frantic. It was hectic. It was I hot. Like maybe you even had at least one work meeting while we were on the road between cities. I did. I've had several Outside work meetings the, in the cars during, the during driving. But in that particular, you know, that was where we were on the podcast, I think. Yeah. I remember that McDonald's that we did Dr. Game Show during, but before that. I don't. We like, stopped outside of somewhere. I don't even to... remember some of the more miserable parts of that. Oh, but no. I... that was my job. That was your job. Okay, <laughs> that's why. Certainly, when we finally rolled out, when we pulled out of our driveway for the last time, we were a week late to our Airbnb, which was six hours away. No, closer to eight because it was north of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Did we do that all on one day? We did. Okay. That's why it was dark. And we did not leave until much, much later than I thought we were going to, which... It's like 1 p.m. maybe? ...is a recurring theme. I think it's probably... 
we didn't get there till after midnight. So oh snap! Yeah, that's why I fell asleep in the car driving up the mountain. You dozed off. It wasn't <laughs> the only time. It was, it was just the one time you had to scream to wake me up. I didn't. And we'd even set a rule, like one of the ground rules before we ever hit the road, because we know us was let's avoid driving at night. Mm -hmm. We are middle-aged people. We only have so many hours of driving in us. And I think this is where we did not account for. We had been destroying ourselves for a month. Right. We were so tired and hurt and just physically worn out. We hadn't had a non-stressful sleep in weeks. But yeah, we rolled into nice California, up a mountain, around a lake. This is two hours west of Sacramento, and there's nothing. And it's called Clear Lake? The lake is called Clear Lake. Yeah. And the little town was called Clear Lake. The place with the stores. The yes, place where with the stores, stores were. Called, yes, it was Clear called Lake. Clear Lake. We know that we don't like driving mountain roads at night. We. I mean, we we knew all that, but it's just like we were stuck, and this was Sunday. Like we pushed it as mm -hmm. far as we humanly could, and so we got there at midnight on a Sunday night, and got up and built our desks and started working Monday morning. Yeah, and we were not okay. I feel like I tried. We we started out with one folding card table, and I tried to set that up in the bedroom, I think, but then eventually moved into the kitchen because the table. air condition because the heat wave. Yeah. So we had like four days of really nice weather, the reason that I picked the place. Mm -hmm. And you set up in the bedroom in front of the sliding glass door to the little outside the area. The settlers called it nice. Yes. And I there was a desk in the living room, and I set up on that desk. We didn't have two tables then. No. The heat wave hit a few days later, and you moved into the dining room, so you'd be under the, the ceiling fan. The window unit. Oh, and right in front of the air conditioning. Yeah, in front right. of the... So the, tell me about that air conditioning thing. It's called a mini split? It's a ductless mini split. And are these kind of new? Or am I just dumb? They are kind of new in America. Okay. How does it work? It's a it's a longish rectangle that hangs out on the wall. It has the same components the as like a central air system. There's an outside condenser. Yeah. But the inside unit is entirely that thing that's on the wall. So it's like a window unit, but you put it in a wall and it is ductless in that it simply has a pipe oh. that goes to the condenser unit outside. Okay. It's maybe like three feet wide. Mm. Um, that one worked well when I was sitting eight feet it, away from it. They're quite good. And most of them now are heat pumps also. So they're heaters as well. Okay. Um, and the one that we had in Portland in the basement in the living room was the same thing. So that saved my life. Yeah. And it was only probably a 500 square foot space, if that. Including the bedroom? Yeah. Okay. Wow. What do you remember and like and dislike about the kitchen? It was big for what was basically a studio kitchen. Mm -hmm. you know, the living room and the kitchen were the same space, um, but there was a lot of room. Um, and if it was like if that was my place, I would put an island. There was room for an island there, so you'd have even more storage and yes. and stuff. But it it's probably the best storage we've had in a, in a place actually because mm -hmm. it had all the cabinets. Um, it even had a pantry and a like a tall up and down pantry, which we've not actually had. Yeah, since that, and I've noticed that it's unfortunate as a lot of uh, Airbnbs slash places that are meant for short-term rentals don't have enough storage for a, a family. Yeah, they don't have pantries and they don't have enough cabinets. Um, I think it's strange in the place we're in now that there's that whole wall yeah. by the back door that should be pantry. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, it should be floor to ceiling like Ikea cabinets or something, and it's not. There's just a table there. I liked the kitchen in nice because of the decorations. They were all like old tin advertisements. Oh, oh and like the old Cracker Jacks box mm -hmm. and a, like an old actual cracker box, I think. Advertisements yes. for butter and salt and... Those were actually cute, and I did I not. A couple of pictures that I'll put on the blog. It also was one of the places I've always loved this in houses where I saw it. It has that little bay window over the kitchen sink that has some like glass shelves in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and so you could put your tchotchkes in them, and they catch the sun. Uh, and the name of your waving cat is Maniki Nico. Yes. And yeah, this is one of the few things that we. That's why I went there. Our little. I don't know, touchstone things that we travel with. We don't have many, and we're not really decor people so much. Like, you're probably more of a decor person than I am. You're the only one who actually bought something to put up on the walls. Um, <laughs> what, in the 10 years we spent? Yeah, and, uh, you bought all the posters that went That's up on the walls, true. and the big painting, you picked it out. I was like, oh, that is nice, um, but you wanted it. I was like, I don't, okay, put stuff on the walls, I guess. Yeah. I'm just not a put stuff on the walls people, Those but I do... Uh, we have a solar-powered Maneki Neko, which is one of, it's the, you find it in a number of Asian countries. Maneki Neko is the Japanese name for it. It's like a good luck cat or a um, prosperity cat mm -hmm. um, that you put in a store window, and it has a little uh, a little cat power fist. Um, <laughs> and the, the solar action makes it wave, the yeah. little cat paw fist. Um, and so we take that everywhere we go, and we did put it in the window there. The only thing I have like that is my Funko Pop of the War Doctor. Yes. Played by John Hurt. Yes. Uh, I've had that on my office desk since sometime in 2016. Yeah. Because I was real tense about the election. Yes. I was like, this, I can focus on this character and that's how I will get through it. I have some little things that go in my like nightstand bag, but yeah, I'm not a big decor person. Um, I have my special spatula. That's the most, like, that's the most important thing the spatula that my dad gave me and our puppy chewed. Yeah. And my avocado pillow. And um, what was that dog doing on the counter anyway? <sighs> bad things. Yeah. Actually, I'm, that might have even been Sophie's fault. So the the place in Nice was in ADU. So it was someone's like backyard unit. It was a kitchen and living room, all one room and sort of a dining room in one corner. And there was a bedroom and it had a closet um, but the the walls of the closet did not go all the way to the ceiling, so there was actually airspace into the living room. It had a generous bathroom and a walk-in shower, which has turned out to be one of the things that we really like. I don't think it had a walk-in shower. Um, I've been researching this. It had a, a lip. Bit. It did have a lip. It, it was not, but we got a walk-in shower at a hotel once because my knee was so bad that mm. I got a handicapped room, and I did not like that um, because I just hosed down the entire floor of the bathroom the one i'm thinking of is in puerto vallarta no that was a pit in the floor yeah that is not a walk-in shower you didn't have to step over anything you had to fall in it was great it was great <laughs> it was like 10 feet by 10 feet it was like a big cement well yeah um that you the, got you know, the full floor was sloped so yeah that water went where it was supposed to yeah uh, uh, it just felt like luxury to not have to worry about my elbows Sure. There was a lot of showering space in the weird cement well bathroom. The shower pit. But this was an acceptable shower, and I didn't have to clamber into a bathtub to take a shower. Yeah. I always like that. Um, it was a bathroom with a window, which I also that's like. It's important. I like a bathroom with a yeah, window. I didn't realize that's gone on the list of Dreamhouse. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I didn't realize um, some places don't have those. Like, honestly, it's one of my favorite things about our house that we owned in Dallas um, is that my bathroom had, well, actually, both bathrooms had a window right by the toilet. So when it was late at night and I needed to go do my thing and it was a nice night, I could crack the window and get that fresh night air. It's my favorite thing. Quick aside, uh, because I remember a specific when we moved into that house in Dallas, that bathroom window was nailed shut. was one of the things that we had to have done before we could get a mortgage. <laughs> was have the screws removed from the window. I think I did that one. Yeah, but we had to do it. It had to, be, it had to be done before That's... before we could get our mortgage. It's so weird to do house repairs on a house you don't own yet. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what else I remember from NICE, which was nice, was all the stargazing. That was the best part. We had really good outdoor space when it wasn't too hot to be outdoors. Very dark out there since we were near a lake. The skies were beautiful, and there was a table and chairs for us to sit outside. Uh, we listened to lots of Sinisterhood. We listened to lots of Sinisterhood and I think a good deal of um, Stories of Sapphire. And by that point, we had unclenched some so we could actually enjoy, I think, because we were so tired when we got there. And I just remember being basically destroyed for like 10 days, yeah. um, like jet lagged. Like I couldn't stay awake and I needed like four naps a day to get through the day. Did have a comfy couch in there. It was a great nap couch. Yeah. I thumbs up for a good nap couch. We, I think we only took one trip. I don't even know if it was a trip. We were maybe just buying something that was over 20 minutes away. One overnight. We went to Sacramento overnight one day. Exactly. Okay, talk yep. about Sacramento. Yeah, after so much pandemic... One of the things getting on the road let us do is see people that we had not seen in far too long, including our friends in Sacramento who had been our Mexico travel buddies like when we, before we got married, when we first got married. Um, we did that twice, though. Yeah. We did that twice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you say Mexico travel buddies, it sounds like something that happens twice a year. Oh, sure. We had not seen them since we moved to California, which is totally my fault um, for not making that happen. Sacramento's but far. There's a train, I think. Yeah. Could it's have taken a train. We could have we could have done it. Um clearly we were capable of driving that far. Uh yeah. but we did we we managed to actually arrange to go to Sacramento and meet up with old friends um of mine and ours and like internet friends from some of the earliest days. Oh, they had a friend who was doing a comedy show. Mm -hmm. So we had dinner and we went to the comedy show. Was that your first time in Sacramento? It was. Mine too? Um, I've been to the airport. <laughs> okay, sure. What else do I remember about Nice? It was not a town. No. I had to sort of gun it up to the driveway on this dirt road. Oh, God, it was just a dirt hill, really. It made me a little nervous every time. Our hosts had... A bunch of crap in the backyard, which was actually kind of comforting. It was weirdly comforting. Because <laughs> it was mostly like um, power tools and children's play sets. Mm -hmm. It was also the most invasive I've been so far with regards to our internet. We I struggled for probably two to three days trying to get a stable connection so that I could remote into the um, server at work. And it just would not work. It was just choppy, 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 choppy. And I asked uh, our hosts who were next door. With our mesh network thing, and I asked to plug it in. Well, I have to plug it in first. Then they said yes. Uh, they immediately showed up at the door and said, hey, come on over. Um, I went in there, and I tried to figure out exactly where to plug things in. They had maybe one spot left on their power strip. 
but I had to rearrange some stuff. I accidentally hit the power button on the power strip, and their computer immediately turned off. Of course. And Mr. said to the missus, hey, were you done with your work? <laughs> she said yes. In the middle of nursing a baby. Oh, God. And also, I was, like, sneezing the whole time. <laughs> it was really uncomfortable. But they were very nice about it. They were really nice about anything that we needed. Yeah. We've had great hosts pretty much everywhere yeah. we've been. But I also am a little picky about, like, listings. If I smell... Mm. Tell me some suspicious things. So sometimes you find a description of an Airbnb where the people are like... You know, we're not sponsored by Airbnb. It's just the most... We're not. It's just what we generally it's use. It's kind of like Reddit. It's, You're there because that's where all the other people are. They have monthly discounts. Mm. Um, that's pretty much... Oh, the, the other places don't have monthly discounts. Yeah, no. Verbo doesn't. That sucks. Yeah. And Booking.com is not very popular in the U.S. Okay. And I tried using some travel nurse sites, but those people do not respond. So. Oh, okay. Uh, that is unfortunately the service that we are yeah. stuck using. You will find listings where like, this is a cute farmhouse in blah blah area with two bedrooms and a bathroom and if you feel like you need to treat this house like a party house you're gonna trash like a fraternity house i suggest you go somewhere else wow <laughs> i haven't read any of those for, for what it's worth uh lynn did tell me sometime in august of 2022 and thanks for uh me sweating my ass off uh, packing stuff and throwing stuff away that she would plan for a year. She would do the logistics for a year. And we're almost done with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to see some of these, <laughs> these listings in the future. Yeah, just like sometimes there are people that clearly they've been burned they, and, and they've taken it out on the description of the place yeah. and like right at that point I'm like even though I know like we're playing on easy level, we're like middle-aged white people, we don't have any children, we don't have any pets we don't ask for weird stuff. We probably wouldn't run afoul of those people in any way. But like when you want to come out the gate defensive like that, I'm like, I, I just can't. I don't want to risk whatever might come of this. Um, you haven't. So oh, go ahead. I read the reviews and hosts who argue with bad reviews. I generally won't oh. look. Um, and hey, hosts, if you're listening. Yeah. Look, sometimes people... Like, if you have 30 reviews that are like, I loved it there. I was so comfortable. The kitchen was great. We had a great time. We would love to come back. And you have one person who's like, oh, the shower was moldy. And I didn't, you know, the storage sucked or whatever. Just let it go. Mm. It's just like if you, just like authors on Amazon, if people write you crappy reviews, do not stalk them and go to their homes and knock on their door and yell at them, you just have to let it go. Yeah. Or, I'm really sorry that you didn't have a good stay, yeah. um, and just leave it at that. Okay. Um, we fixed the mold. Yeah, or like, you know, I, I'm sorry that you... Instead of, I, there's, no, there's never been mold here. Because it is, like, it's much like Amazon reviews, right? Sometimes people lose their minds and give one star mm. because there was a problem with the delivery. Oh, right, right. And sometimes... Like, I see a lot, of, and I ignore this all the time, because a bunch of time in listings, people are like, hey, we live in the country, there are bugs. Mm -hmm. They exist. Oh, the the host says Yeah, this. yeah, the description will be like, hey, just so you know, we live in the country, there are bugs. Learn or, about Lyme disease before you come here. Now, 
we have been the places that I was picking in in our last round of picking. There was a lot of Lyme disease talk in the descriptions. Um, and you know, fair warning because we're looking at upstate New York. Yeah. It is sort of the Lyme disease capital of the U.S. In New Jersey, who had it? Almost every house that we've stayed in has had an ant of some sort in it, mm-hmm. and that is like below my bar. Like I am not going to criticize anybody. Ants happen. Yeah. Bugs happen. Roaches happen. Um, with mice in Lapine because we're in the freaking country. Where did we go right after nice? Was it Lapine? Lapine. There's too much to talk about Lapine. I know. Fast forward from last September, um, sort of catching up to where we kind of are now. Um, in in May and June, we were in uh, actually uh, in West Alice, which is a uh, edge of Milwaukee on the kind of the west side of Milwaukee. We used to be in West Alice, which they call Fort Worth. Yes. So Milwaukee had, I guess we should talk about it because I can't remember if we talked about it last time. Milwaukee has been a pin in the map yeah. since like maybe six weeks before we left. Um, because at that point, a good friend of ours and they moved to Milwaukee the same time we moved to L.A. basically. Um, Both from San Diego. Yeah, from San Diego. Tiny, tiny bit. They were friends of ours from San Diego. They're actually friends of mine from the internet from long before that, but we met them. We moved to San Diego. They were our our closest friends in San Diego. They moved to Milwaukee about the time that we moved to L.A. Um, They had a big, terrible health situation come up. Um, Happened very unexpectedly about six weeks before we left Los Angeles. And we knew, or at least had expected, that there would be a very hairy, gnarly mm. surgery that was going to happen. And I was with triangulating. With probability. The prognosis was not great Yeah. In, in the beginning. But I was like triangulating. I didn't particularly want to come to Milwaukee in the winter if we couldn't be of use. Yeah. Because I don't want to be here in the winter. Lynn hates snow. I don't like snow, which I found out <laughs> later on yeah. in Lapine how much, and in Portland, how much I hate snow. But I did know that we were always coming in this direction because at some point we could actually be useful to our friends. Um, As we sort of like waited and saw how treatment was going and found out what was going on, we had actually anticipated that by the time we got here, it would be in time for, as we expected, that very gnarly surgery situation. Um, Here being Wisconsin. Here being Wisconsin. Um, and so in Milwaukee, and we did find a place in West Dallas where we were maybe 10 minutes from our friend's place. But by the time we got there, none of us really want to use the word miracle because we're not that kind of people. <laughs> yeah. It's um, ex- extremely unusual good news. Extraordinary things had happened. Yeah. And so we moved in. We had, I think, one weekend off. We went camping the weekend after that. And then the weekend after we went camping, our friends took us to... Door County in the sort of the vacation land of Wisconsin that's not the Dells right. um, out in Lake Michigan sort of on a little peninsula that juts out of Wisconsin starting the day of our friends final knocking wood mm. chemo yeah and so it was super chill we just we got an Airbnb there it was really quiet it was kind of in the kind of in the boonies of that area anyway which is a it's the kind of place where like we went to farmer's market and we uh went to a supper club on the way and that was where we were introduced <laughs> right you didn't to supper have, club but you didn't have to be a member 
No, you don't have to be a member. I don't even know if they took the Diners Club card. God, is there still a Diners Club card? They very much like indoctrinated us, and they're they are giving us the big sell yeah. for for Wisconsin as a final destination for us. Um, but yes, we stopped at a supper club. We had fish fry. Uh, then we went to our Airbnb and we really chilled all weekend to give our friend, like our friend, lots of resting time. Yeah. Um, in between trips out to eat delicious foods, uh, which is my idea of a weekend away. Like chilling, reading, naps, lots of naps and mm. food. That place I feel like had a proper kitchen. We didn't use it. You put something in the oven. I cooked um, brats. But we didn't make a mess. <laughs> We didn't make a mess of the kitchen. We did not, and 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 our our friends, understandably, uh, have just given up cooking. Yeah. Um, it's been a really shitty year, and uh, they just they mostly eat out a lot, and I understand that. And we you were said, not. Did you say eat out a lot? Eat out. Okay, a lot. it sounded like you said yell a lot. Sorry, they eat out they a lot. They I don't yell. think they yell a lot. No. That place also had a bar outside, just at the. Kind edge of, of the woods. woods. <laughs> kind of a bar in the woods. Eight, eight more feet, and you're. You, in tick country, uh, except that I don't think they're there. I don't think that was tick country, but yeah, if the weather, I think, had been more accommodating, and we were all exhausted. Like, yeah. it wasn't only the person who just had chemo who was exhausted. We were all just tired as hell. Um, and I think, like, we all got naps in that weekend. Sure did. Nobody stayed up pr very late. We found a new TV show that I like called Making Fun. Highly recommended. It's sort of kid-oriented, but it's uh -huh. like these five guys with a great friendship and relationship, but they sort of do the tough guy thing. They're burly. They're burly, yeah. They're lumberjacky. But they're having fun. They're still working. And they make things based on elaborate and completely unrealistic kid descriptions of new inventions. Like, really, the best one was uh, the catapult versus trebuchet <laughs> that threw cat poop. <laughs> It's through cat poop, but I don't remember that part. That's why it looked like a cat. Um, okay. I'll take your word for it. it uh, yeah, it was to throw cat poop. Okay. We Oh, that's where we got to go to the um, roofing of the goats. Except yeah. we missed the actual roofing. But, the goats. Um, so our friends, and before they moved to Wisconsin, they had been coming to Wisconsin to visit and on vacations for years before. There is a beloved place in Door County called Al Johnson's, which is this big Swedish restaurant. So this restaurant has a big roof with grass on it. And all summer, they have goats on the roof. Just living. During the day. Yeah. And we showed up. We showed up like a basically two weeks before the high season opens in Door County. And the day that we were there at Al Johnson's was the day that the goats came back to the roof From. after winter. From a farm, I guess? Yeah, from the place where they live. All right. We didn't know what was going on, but we saw there was a backup on the road, and there were dudes in the middle of the road. There were dudes with painter, what looked like painter's tape, uh -huh. putting strips of painter's tape in the road, and we we're like, is this a construction situation? <laughs> no. Um, you could go to a booth and buy one of those blue sticky pieces of paper. So what they were doing is you could buy as many, I guess, of these as you wanted and put your name on them. And they were taking them out into the middle of basically Main Street in front of this uh, restaurant and sticking them down the center line of the road because before the goats were put on the roof, they were going to parade through downtown. And you could bring your own goats if you want, if your goats wanted to join the parade. <laughs> but these blue sticky notes that went in the road 
um, the first four of them that got pooped on. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> no, you're right. It was only the first four. Yes, it's the first four of those that got pooped on uh, won the raffles. And like one of them was like a meal for four at the restaurant. But they had like, there was something that was really fancy. I have no recollection of what it is now. Three out of the four of them, I think you could only redeem in town. Yeah. Um, one of them was a bike. Yes, one of them was a bike. And two of them were gift certificates to popular local places. Local places. This is one of those things we didn't we buy trust. one of those, but you did buy oh my a hat. But she's had within three feet of her this whole time, and I didn't realize. It's a knit headband or maybe you would call it a snood if you know what a snood is it's a headband that's this doesn't stretch as much as i thought it would <laughs> um it's a headband that covers your ears so your ears don't get cold mm. and it has the most beautiful little soft goat ears and goat horns mm -hmm. and i am looking forward to oh it does fit on my giant oh, head oh yeah you have a normal head oh it's gonna keep my ears so warm yay it is so cozy it looks great they had stuffed animals and other stuff, and I wanted to buy a bunch of goat souvenirs, but I could only justify. Um, and I don't know about the headband, but I believe all the quote-unquote raffle tickets went to some local charity. I do believe it did go to a local charity of some sort. Yeah, so that's cool. People were showing up in very large numbers for this whole event and the parade, and understandably, our friend maybe did not have the stamina mm. <laughs> to deal with the parade and the roofing of the goats. I have some very exciting slow-mo videos of people putting the stickers on the road, but unfortunately no goat videos. I was, I was mostly excited about the pancakes anyway. What does Al Johnson specialize in? It's Swedish breakfast. So crepes. No, that's French. They're those thin pancakes, but... And I'm suddenly drawing a blight. I lived in Sweden for a year. I knew exactly what I was ordering when I ordered it. Oh, pitipana! Yes, 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 yes. Um, which, which is, is hash. It? It's hash. It's diced potatoes and diced pork. meat yeah. and some onions and celery. And then it, you know, comes a big scoop of lingonberries. Could it be any kind of meat? Probably not chicken, right? It was usually roast when I was in school in Sweden. Mm. So it was like, it was beef. It was okay. like, it was like diced beef, soft stewed beef kind of. Mm. What do I like about hash so much? Corn potatoes. Corned beef hash. That's what I like. What is a corned beef? Well, okay. So it's sweet. Um, <laughs> That's why. Is it really? Corned beef is pickled. It's lightly pickled. Oh. Which means it's After been... After it's cooked? No. Well, no. Oh. Before it's cooked. Okay. It's uh, soaked in a brine of sugar and salt and vinegar. Oh, uh, shit. Listener, I have this thing where I keep finding out that the things I like are bad for me. Because they are sweet and therefore sugary. I'm going to rank corned beef low on that scale. There is some sugar in it, but it's a fairly fairly balanced salt and sugar and vinegar situation. Okay. But definitely pitipana is uh, is a beloved dish from school when I was in Sweden. I spelled that for the listeners. P-Y-T-T-I-P-A-N-N-A. Pitipana. Not panna cotta. No. It's a very different thing. Does it have anything in common with panna cotta at all? No. Well, except I think that it might refer to a pan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I literally refer to a cooking vessel. Right. Our friend has... I gotta start writing down more things that we eat. I know. I, well, I take pictures of it all. I just don't go back and annotate any yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, our friend has a, a strict weekend breakfast regimen of three drinks. And it's always a coffee drink, a water, and oh, a, at cocktail, the same time. And a cocktail of some sort. Okay. Um, so she and so, three drinks all weekend? Yeah. No. This is a, a Facebook thing or an Instagram thing. Mm. Um, that she always has three drinks. And it's a coffee drink, a water, and a, a, a cocktail of some sort on the weekend. So I always do three drinks when I'm with her as well. Solidarity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not normally a breakfast cocktail drinker mm-hmm. uh, because I have things I need to get done. <laughs> I'm not normally because I only think of Bloody Mary and I don't like tomato juice that much. But mimosas are good. Mimosas are good. And uh, they also took us, right before we left town, they took us to that barn. It was a barn and it had a gift shop that we wandered for a good 20 minutes. Oh, this is in Door County? Yes, and it had that it had the giant Yogi Bear mural on the wall, and the Orange Crush sign, and we bought the um, just folded in trivet. They had some great souvenirs that were copying trademarks and definitely not licensing. Them. They had they had a series of Schitt's Creek related souvenirs, and I now have a cork trivet that has just folded in. <laughs> One of them, I think, was just Dan Levy's eyebrows. Yes, was it was. Distinctive, as was, I realized. Yes, just it was just the top of his head, I think. Oh, yeah, there was the Herald. And it was nice to just, like, hang out and have no real pressure to do anything. That's my definition of vacation. You have yeah, me responsibilities. too. Like, I don't really, like, we could go do more if we wanted to, but we don't have to. Part of the reason that it's a very popular vacation destination is that the weather is often quite fine. Um, it has obviously a Wisconsin winter, but um, summer is extremely pleasant there, and I still have it on my series of weather screens in my app. Oh. It's always nice in yeah. Door County. It's oh, always wow. nice in Door County. Wow. So that was nice, and a little bit of what we've been doing recently. I think that might work for the future to talk about something from a year ago, and then something. And recently. then something recent. Uh, have we learned anything in the past six weeks? You're um, still going to the gym? still going to the gym, yeah. I think I have learned that I like the rowing machine. I do want to go and try the rowing machine, actually. Um, slowly, slowly increasing the resistance. Yeah. I had gone off Lexapro for a while, yeah. and it turned out that I was mean and unhappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm back on. I'm feeling much better. Okay, good. I am super surprised that the noise from upstairs yes. has not driven me to violence. What sort of violence would you be more likely to do? Probably banging on their door and screaming. Okay. The only time I've come close, I just mostly just let it roll off my back. It's very loud. It's constant and it's many, many, many hours. Yeah. Sometimes the children upstairs just run back and forth for several hours. Mm-hmm. Two days ago is the first time I have heard the dog protest in any way. Yeah. And if it had gone on any longer than it did, I was going to knock on a door. We're very sympathetic to dogs. I yeah. also find it really distressing when the little girl is screaming. Yeah. And that also the other day went right up to my threshold of me knocking on the door and going, whatever you are doing that's making her scream. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. We were at a restaurant the other day, and there's a family with at least three kids. One of the boys said 
at least 14 times in a row. Daddy, I want to tell you something. Daddy, I want to tell you something. Daddy, and, and, I was, and I'm sitting there within 10 feet of them. And if it had happened two more times, I would have said, Daddy, right. Daddy. wants to tell yes, you something. Yes, wants to tell you something. Uh, <laughs> I, I am that little boy grown up. Yeah. <laughs> stop ignoring him. I also uh, really hate that. And that happened at the Greek restaurant? No, that was in Culver's. Oh, in Col oh God. Okay. At Culver's, I was screening out all the children yeah. because there were good, so many. Good job. And they were all really going through it. I think they'd just been to church. Yeah. And that particular set of children, I mean, he'd probably said, Daddy, I want to tell you something several hundred times that day. Okay. I only heard 14. And this child uh, was like Princess in the Pea with soda. Yeah. He didn't want Coke. He wanted Coke, but then he didn't want a Coke. And then he... He wanted soda, but he didn't want root beer. I think he wanted what his sibling wanted, and that changed also. Yeah. And then he took one sip of milk and gave it back to his mom. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot, and I, I almost made us move. But but yay, Lexapro. But I yay, guess. Lexapro. Yeah. Um, how's your mental health? I've been... I've had some suicidal thoughts. I'm sorry. Yeah. But have they just been like intrusive thought type thoughts? Like they're just showing up and being annoying? Or are they trying to justify themselves somehow? Lately, I actually put some words to it, maybe today or yesterday. I just feel like, and I think that making a podcast will help with this. I feel like I'm just sort of consuming and then cleaning up after myself. And I don't want that to be my life. So, oh, do you just feel like we're just like watching TV and... Yeah. Kind of passively doing stuff, but not not making anything. Passive is probably a good word for it. I want to make a difference, but I don't want to base my self-worth on it. Right. I just want to know that my input was beneficial. That's interesting. And I don't currently feel that way. Is that a lifestyle symptom or do you think like you'd feel this way if we were still pandemic bound at home i want to escort people into abortion clinics you right know? for example right i want to clean up litter okay just stuff that definitely makes a difference um, right would help me sleep better at night i think is that something that is harder to do because we're on the road no like, it's because it harder to do because i don't plan right so that's something to work on. Well, that's uh, an interesting something to look for opportunities. Yeah. Huh. That's an, inter that's an interesting thing to think about. I have not so far felt unmoored. I don't really feel, I don't feel unconnected. Although, hmm, I don't know. We're in a, we're in a strange town. And I do actually feel more disconnected here than I've felt mm. in some of the places we've been. It's hard because we don't really go out much during the week. Mm -hmm. And it can be hard to drag ourselves out on the weekend. To be fair, the weather has been a little rough. Like we did try to go to the zoo here, which yeah. is mostly an arboretum that has some a few animals. Yeah, in. what did they call it? They called it... It was like zoo and botanical gardens. Botanical, that's the word, yeah. Um, There's a botanical zoo garden. Yeah, the, like there were, there's not a ton of animals there, but it was also so humid that day. It wasn't hot at all. It was like 73 yeah. degrees. 
and I was miserable. Maybe that counts as the thing I learned. I, I learned that over, what, 65% humidity? Man, because it was like 75% humidity. It's not okay. And it's not okay. There wasn't anything for me to point at because it wasn't, quote unquote, hot. It was not. Um, it was but awful. But sweat was just rolling off me. And I was sticky and walking for any length of time. Like, the the best part of that day was, like, I bought a beer. Yeah. And we sat on a bench. I think I got a mojito or something. Steak. You did. You Steak got a, mojito. yeah, you got a, like, a zoo mojito. <laughs> um, made by the most disinterested. Oh, my God. Young man I have encountered in a long time. He was on autopilot. <laughs> my God. <laughs> He, like, he always asked twice what you said. Like there was no. I hope he was on drugs there because was, otherwise. <laughs> there was no joy. No. I realized working at a zoo, like it's complicated because that zebra was not happy. No. I was upset by the anxiety pacing of the zebra. I was also upset by this, just by the sign about the rhino that hadn't been okay with people since the lockdowns. Oh, right. Uh, Here's the good news though. Before that, I found a real hoagie at a place called the Sausage Kitchen. That really is... I have not had a real hoagie since sometime in the 1990s. Jay has been looking for a real hoagie since leaving New Jersey. Which which I ha which happened in January of 2001. You weren't even looking in Dallas, I don't think. I didn't know that you were on a quest for an acceptable hoagie. Um, until we got to California and then truly, like, finding anything that even approached. There was a place... In between Los Angeles and San Diego, I want to think it was about an hour. It was in Orange County. It was in Anaheim. In between, mm -hmm. that had Philadelphia tasty cakes, Philadelphia area tasty cakes. Right. So they should have had a proper hoagie. It was okay. You said it was acceptable, but certainly, like I think this one really, like, yeah. really came over the bar. We're seeing Wisconsin. Who would have thought? But they said something on their menu about how they had delivered. Fresh daily. Oh, they had their hoagie rolls delivered mm -hmm. daily. They didn't use our hoagie. They don't. They they said Philadelphia bread or something like that. Maybe they called it submarine. They call them sub sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. And I would pointed it out to Jay because they said with a day's notice that they could make like a four foot long yeah. hoagie, and I was like, well, "That's just like a they're like getting it from a real bakery. Mm. Go in the deli over there. Go in the store on the other side. Stores mushed together. It was like a restaurant on one side and a and a convenience store deli type place yeah. on the other and i said go over there and see if they've got it and poke it and see if I it's your hoagie I bread they're real good i said this bread is has promise and i talked to the as it turns out the owner his name was chris talked for several sentences about how i haven't had a, a really good hoagie and he said what i said oh you call it a submarine sandwich um an italian one and he i think he asked me clarifying questions three times which i really appreciated and he he pointed into the kitchen where somebody else was making something. He they took you through the it. door. I like, looked up and the guy was taking Jay in the kitchen and pointing at something. Uh, I I had known that the list of ingredients was correct, but what, really what makes it is the softness of the bread, probably the flavor of the bread, even though I don't like bread by itself. Other people do. And the right combination of oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, onions, and you just... You got to get those proportions right. Right. It's and as it turns thing. out, it helps a lot to let it soak for a couple hours. Yeah. It gets messy. The one that you right. the one that you took to go and brought home and gave me a bite of after a few hours, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I understood when I took a bite of How that. How would you describe that sandwich? Because I'm not good at food talk. 
the bread is not too hard. That seems to be an important factor. Yeah, it um, should never be crispy. Yeah, there's no, and I hate I hate bread that hurts through from my mouth. Mm-hmm. It's not really about the meat, which was surprise. It's really about the the meat is like a background to that dressing flavor. Yeah, right. Um, Something that happens with the lettuce and the oil and the vinegar and the salt and the pepper and the onion. Yeah, and I can't imagine like I and I used to not. I used to be a person who would not have onion. Raw onion. Yeah, and I can't imagine that flavor without the onion. I feel right? like the onion is very important. And I also feel like when we're in New York City, do we need to track you can, down? You can flash forward a little bit. Do we need to do we but do we need to track down one? When oh, we're in oh. New York, it's gonna be a very brief window of time. I'm bad I imagine they're great there. Um I will say our next destination uh is New York. We'll be in the Albany or we'll be staying in the Albany area. Um, we do have Eddie Izzard tickets um, in New York City. I'm very excited. I've been to New York City once in my life. It was with Jay. It was for one afternoon to see Spamalot on a Sunday afternoon, which is definitely not when you're going to see New York City. No. Being in New York City, <laughs> no. it was dead as a doornail. Um, it was also in the summer, I think. It was like late summer in New York City. And uh, like school hadn't started back. Like nobody, the city was empty. Yeah. Hardly any people were honking their horns through a red light. Yeah. Like there was like nobody on the subway. Did we go on the subway? We took we took the subway to the train. Oh, good for us. Because your dad picked us up. Yeah. But yeah, aside from passing through JFK a couple of times, I've never been to New York City. And this one afternoon, uh, we're going to spend, I think, an entire weekend there. Cool. Um, and uh, just basically eat constantly, I think, for two days straight. I've never even spent the weekend there. I used to have a job in New York City. That is true. Uh, it's just a Monday through Friday thing. I used to run from train station to train station. And also, you couldn't afford to just eat there all weekend. Of course not. Uh, so I am looking forward to that, and maybe we, I don't, I mean, if we need to go to New Jersey and find you a sandwich, then we can do that. It's not that far. You just take the path. The place that we are staying now, especially, like, when we were in Milwaukee proper, we had access to pretty much any kind of food that you might have a craving for. We are in Racine, which is almost an hour south of Milwaukee now, and it's a smaller place. Would you say it's a suburb of Milwaukee? No, I think it's too far. I mean, it's it's, there's too much space between. There's too much space, and like we're so far from the even the freeway. It's not a subway of anything. It's just like a random town along the lake. Um, It's not Kenosha. It's not Milwaukee. It's uh, it's just uh, Racine. We did actually. We had amazing Greek food um, Mm -hmm. when our friends came down. We had really good Indian food last night. Yeah. Um, But it's not like there's one Indian restaurant in town, and I think there's two Greek restaurants in town. I found a coffee shop that looked like it was sort of a Main Street sort of situation. Yeah. But the variety of businesses was d- disappointing. Well, and that is the thing that I've observed about Racine. And I was telling our friends when they came to visit that, like, I can't tell if this is a dying town mm. or if it's, like, on the verge of revitalization. But there is a lot of, like, you know, closed shops and empty lots and... Dark factories. Dark factories, mm. and and I th- it, I think it might be a place in transition. I think there that there might be stuff happening here. Because the just, Greek place looked new. The Greek place looked relatively new, and it was very busy when we got there. Um, and I think it is becoming a suburb of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's one of those things that like housing prices. You know, you may be priced out of Milwaukee, and you still afford something in Racine, yeah. and the commute kind of sucks, but um, it kind of works out in the end. We are also maybe 70 minutes from Chicago. I can't imagine someone living here and commuting to Chicago, but I guess if you really had to, you could. 
Where I grew up in the exact middle of New Jersey, people did commute to New York City. Mm-hmm. You did. They would have to. That's true. <laughs> I feel like I was a little. I feel like New Brunswick is a little bit more north. Okay. Where I, a little north area. Okay. Um, New Brunswick has its own train station. Right. Uh, I was in a place called East Windsor. You would have to drive to the train station, take the train to New York. So that was probably at least seventy minutes. Okay. So that's all about nice California. Yeah, that's all about nice California. <laughs> and a few other things. And other stuff. And there's then, not, I guess there's not much to talk about we're seeing, really. There's it, there's not a lot to say. Like, it's right on the lake, and I feel like we could have taken more advantage of it. But uh, it, again, it's a weird place. Like, it, it's a lot of empty space. It, it's also, it's really housing dense, which I have no complaints about that. But, like, when you look on Google Maps, it's just, like, neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood. Um, and I guess as a place that used to be more of a factory town, that might mm-hmm. make more sense. This yeah. most of the factories are gone, and Sinkerator is still here. Um, SC Johnson is here. Wax is somewhere else. What? Oh, SC yes. Johnson. SC yes. Johnson and Wax. The the wax is elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So Jay's going to turn this into uh, a viable episode of some sort, and uh, maybe we'll record in less than another six weeks. Yeah. Next time we will talk largely about Lapine. Yeah. Let's talk about Lapine. Nice. We really also enjoyed that. more about where we are then. You had a good idea for a catchphrase. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Good night. Or good afternoon. I don't know. <laughs>